0: Hello and welcome to the Date Night Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Russell, and with me is my co host, Ashley Russell. Hey, hey! This is a show where each week Ashley and I normally talk about a new movie that's playing in theaters, and then we'll break it down whether we thought it was good or bad and whether or not it would make for a good date movie. But on this bonus episode, we're going to be recapping the 2020 Academy Awards, which aired last night. And uh, both of us, we watched all the way through. We all, did
1: all, all three and a half
0: hours way through. of ads and clips and presenters being presented.
1: Musical numbers.
0: And Parasite, of course, took home the big prize, becoming the first non-English language film to win Best Picture. yeah uh, So history was made last night. So, going into this, I know your favorite of the year was Ford versus Ferrari. Were there any other films uh, or any other actors that you were rooting for?
1: Oh, yeah. I really was rooting for a movie that you actually didn't see uh, Two Popes. Sure. I thought that was a good movie. I was rooting <laughs> for um,
0: Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony Hopkins, Jonathan Price was yep. nominated and uh screenplay. Yep. Um yeah, a surprising number of nominations. Yeah, I didn't get around to it. But um yeah, I mean I, I have no doubt it's a good actor's piece. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I did like nineteen seventeen. Sure. So like nineteen seventeen, Ford versus Ferrari and Two Popes were probably my favorite movies throughout the year. I
0: guess of the ones nominated heavily. Yes. yes. Um well yeah, nineteen seventeen I I kind of assumed was the front runner by default because you know, obviously, there was a, a big surge going on for Parasite. But that was that was guaranteed to win Best International Movie, which it did. Yeah. And I thought that kind of automatically...
1: Disqualified them from t- took Best it, Picture.
0: Yeah, took it out of the running, so to speak. Um, but no, people voted uh, for both, for International Feature and for Best Picture. I mean, it's pretty I, amazing.
1: I honestly think this year's movie selection was a little limited, too. I wasn't impressed.
0: Well, this is, I think, the first year or one of the few years where you've seen all the films nominated. I
1: have. yeah at, ti- at
0: the time of the, the broadcast.
1: Yeah. Pat, my, pat myself that, on the back <laughs> on that one.
0: Well, Netflix makes it a little easier. I mean, you it could does, catch up 100%. with Marriage Story right away.
1: I did. Yeah. You caught up with
0: Marriage Story and Jojo Rabbit kind of uh, just at the tail end.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, what'd you think of those films? You, you a fan?
1: marriage story was
0: Laura Dern won last night for marriage story
1: yeah I just I, I read somewhere like marriage story is not about marriage it's about divorce
0: well it is I mean yeah I mean a big part of that movie is detailing just the divorce process yeah so sure yeah I mean and, we're... and
1: honestly I don't see how Laura Dern really acted I I really would have liked somebody else to win that.
0: I mean, Laura Dern is fine in the film, and she has a couple good scenes. She comes in. She does a great job.
1: She's barely in the movie.
0: It's Yeah, it's just, it's not a very memorable
1: role
0: or performance. She didn't have any, like,
1: monologue or, like, stand-up performance in, like, the courtroom. Like, she didn't have.
0: Yeah, there's nothing memorable about it. And it's funny. I think last night you said like she should have won for Jurassic Park. <laughs> and that's, I mean, at the very least, that is one of her more memorable roles. Yeah. I mean, we remember her from that. And yeah, when you think of Oscar winning performances from some of our favorite actors, it's usually from their most memorable performances. Yeah. yeah like Julia Roberts, Aaron Brockovich, Anthony Hopkins as yeah. like Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Like these are their... These are the performances that define them.
1: And we still remember them to this day.
0: Sure, yeah.
1: I mean, even Heath Ledger, you know, and the Joker.
0: That's why Joaquin Phoenix's performance and his win last night, I mean, felt totally justified. I mean, that's a performance, whether you love or hate the movie, you remember that performance. Yeah. So that's a memorable performance. Joaquin's win was really the only actor's win I mean from all the actors who won last night his was the only win that I I really
1: agreed with can
0: get behind yeah yeah like I don't I mean Renee Zellweger I mean oh my
1: god (laughs) I would have, I would have so much rather have gone to Harriet, and she wasn't even nominated. Cynthia, I mean, she did a musical number. She's beautiful. She can sing. I think what she was the she, heck, wasn't she? She, she was
0: nominated for best actress, Cynthia was she Arriba. Nominated? Yeah, she was nominated. Oh, yeah, she was, she the, was. Only, yeah, she, the only, yeah, the only African American nominated in the acting categories.
1: But I think she put out. Um, I mean, I didn't see Judy to be honest with you. It's, it's, it's not looks good. Awful.
0: It's not good, and she's not great in it. It's just as soon as that movie premiered, like last year at Toronto, she just instantly became the front runner. And that was it. Like the race was over. And I don't understand. And like Renee, I mean,
1: she's I read somewhere that people thought that this was like her comeback story and, you know, all of this. And like, it's her time to win that Oscar. I was like, well, people forgot that she already won.
0: She's yeah, she's already won. And she's given some rambling, incoherent speeches. (laughs) I mean, she doesn't seem fit for the spotlight. (laughs) I mean the, the movie is bad, and it's telling that it wasn't nominated for anything else. It's such a forgettable movie. I, I just don't know how she became
1: the th- front runner. The
0: front runner. Well, it, I
1: know why because Charlize Theron sucked. Scarlett I Johansson I say sucked. M- Scorsese better. Ronan.
0: Cersei S- Ronan.
1: Cersei Ronan. Uh, I
0: mean, well, her, her
1: little women. I mean
0: it may have been a weak year for lead
1: females lead
0: per, yeah yes. performances uh that's that's very possible because um, a lot of people wanted uh lupita nyong'o from us yeah. to be in the mix and that's i mean
1: i mean where was my hidden figures where was
0: <laughs> or like the help something like that
1: i even got to go to the help
0: i mean hidden figures in the help like what's the difference
1: Hidden Figures is...
0: That's probably not fair. No. Not a fair comparison. I mean, they both have Octavia Spencer.
1: Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> it was a weird year for movies. I mean, out of the ones nominated, like, some of them, sure, I agree. I mean, Irishman, that's my favorite pick. Parasite, I think, is great. That would be my close number two. But um, I, I don't know what Jojo Rabbit is doing in the no. mix. I don't know what Little Women or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is doing in the mix. <sighs> Well, there was one great moment late later on when Bong Joon Ho won Best Director, and then he gives a shout out, yeah. to Scorsese, and then Scorsese. Scorsese gets a standing ovation. That was uh, a great moment. Yeah, I mean, you had to wait like three hours to get there, but True. that was that was just yeah, a spontaneous moment. That's just two legends just recognizing each other's game and and just showing mutual appreciation, and I I love that moment.
1: How is it for the, what, the past four years, maybe five years, it's all been immigrants? It's all, uh, you know, who's won best director?
0: Foreign directors. Foreign
1: directors. It's um, fantastic.
0: It's interesting. It's yeah. It's just
1: different, different points of view, different...
0: I think that's what it is. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, Shape of Water. I mean, fabulous.
0: Well, yeah. And um, Alfonso Cuaron. Yeah. Uh, just winning twice, twice in the past decade. Um. It's, yeah, I don't know what that says about, like, American directors.
1: (laughs) I I think there's a loss of inspiration.
0: Well, I mean, you look at American movies, and it's not inspiring.
1: (laughs) Well, I think American movies now tailor to investors. They don't tailor to the people anymore. And whether that's, you know, the Chinese investors, or, but it's a lot of foreign investors that they're catering to. And... We just lost the inspiration because I feel like, especially the directors, it's like a good old boy club, literally good old boy club. But
0: a lot of people complaining about lack of female directors.
1: It's not even about, well, yes, but it's not even about the female aspect to it. It's about nobody else is allowed in. And yeah, it's a very exclusive
0: club. So I
1: mean, I'm talking maybe ten directors that they switch every other year who gets the oscar. Well,
0: there are some directors who like if, if they made a movie that year they're they're going to get nominated. I mean, like Quentin Tarantino, like
1: I mean, and I and I hate to say this, but like Martin Scorsese. I mean, hey. I know.
0: He did a great job with The Irishman. I mean, that was a legitimate accomplishment. I I I don't I think I mean,
1: just 3 hours long. I mean, it's, it's a
0: it's a lot of movie. It, it's a whole lot of movie. And Martin it's a, Scorsese it's a great doesn't one.
1: make short movies ever. <sighs> yeah, but
0: he knows how to pace them. Okay, that that's what I will I will always argue. He knows how to pace movies. He doesn't make a three hour movie just for kicks. He's starting from like five hours, and he is meticulously cutting it back and just making sure that everything absolutely needs to be there that is there.
1: But what I was saying about the directors and about it, like there's only 10 of them out there. I feel like inspiration comes from hardship. It comes from family. It comes from different experiences. And I feel like once you've made it to a certain point in your life, a lot of things just kind of happen easy to you. You lose
0: that inspiration. You
1: lose that inspiration of what made you fight to begin with. What made your story so important that you had to put it, on canvas, so to speak. That's why it's important
0: to keep giving opportunities f- for new voices, uh, or else you just keep getting the same stale ones over and over and over. <laughs> well, I think that's why *Parasite* broke through, it's, just kind of cut through in a big way because absolutely. It's, it's something totally different. And even if you don't love the movie, you—I mean, everyone has respect for it. Like they recognize it's—it's it's a creative achievement.
1: Well, and it depicts the rich versus the poor
0: in a very relatable way
1: re- very re- so I mean much it's so.
0: anyone I mean the movies from South Korea obviously but it's anyone can watch this and get something out of it I mean you you relate to both families mm-hmm. really and you're also kind of repelled by both families like there's good and bad qualities to both and the lines get yep. blurry in very interesting and in complex ways so yeah that I mean parasite winning is awesome But I mean, let's talk about like the ceremony just in general, (laughs) because last year they went hostless, right? For the first time, there was the whole Kevin Hart uh, debacle. And so they just I mean, they couldn't find anyone to fill in at the last minute. They're kind of in a bind. They went hostless. And it, I
1: actually th- thought it worked last year. It, it
0: pre- more or less worked out for them. Yeah. I don't remember much from that telecast other than the My Star notes. is Born duet. Yeah, you have no. you pulled out your notepad <laughs> from a year ago. All I really remember is Green Book winning for some reason. And then, of course, the duet between Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga was really memorable. That was a great Fabulous. moment. Fabulous, yeah. And I, just, I remember it not sucking until Green Book won. But this ceremony was kind of the opposite. It's like it's sucking it all the way through. And then at the very end, like, oh,
1: like snap. that's nice. Yeah. That's a
0: nice surprise. And then it's over. Yeah. So it's kind of the opposite. But yeah, I don't know why it worked last year, but not this year.
1: Well, this year it opened. Oh, my God. You I'm got gonna... Janelle
0: Monae and Billy Porter.
1: And I love Janelle Monae. Like, I like her acting. I like Billy I Porter. Think she's fa- I think she's fabulous. I think this really didn't work for me. She's, the opening number. She's
0: doing like a, a medley of Won't You Be My Neighbor. It, yeah, and she's uh, dressing up as in various characters from different movies. It just it had kind of a random, chaotic slapdash <laughs> sort of feel. Yeah,
1: I guess I didn't understand it. I it, mean, yeah,
0: there wasn't any coherent theme to the opening number, and I instantly did not like what I was seeing. And instead of like segueing it into a, a presenter who's going to present an award, they just they segue to just another pair of semi hosts. You Chris get Steve Rock Martin, Steve Martin, Chris Rock.
1: So the, I thought I thought that would they could have opened with that sure. and like it would have been better in my opinion. Choose one, yeah,
0: and then they segue it to another group of presenters who actually present. Yeah. The uh, the supporting actor for Brad Pitt. Yeah. But like I mean before we get all that like we get like a montage of all the actors and then after that montage then they
1: they, they announce the name w- again. They
0: list all the actors again. <laughs> and so like by the time Brad Pitt wins it's the first award of the night and then we go to commercial. It's like over 20 minutes.
1: I know you were you looked at <laughs> down at your clock and you're like oh my god actually uh, it's 20 minutes <laughs> and, and this is going to be a long night.
0: I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, so,
1: so the the, they needed a host. Well, yeah, the running joke was why isn't there a host? And then Chris Rock goes because there's Twitter.
0: Sure. I mean their their jokes were not great. I mean this this I enjoyed them. I think the only comedy I liked was from Maya Rudolph and and Kristen Wiig. I mean they're they're doing some kind of amusing shtick that goes on a little long. Yeah. Like nothing just felt nothing felt timed right. So
1: last year it was Tina Fey and the other chick. Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler.
0: Uh, yeah, I think I remember that. And
1: they were good, and they set off the tone was, of the uh, the evening, and it was just well done. It was
0: better, yeah. Was, I, think, was...
1: I think the jokes about Bezos ran flat, because sure. guess what? Bezos is uh, producing a lot of these films. He produces now, movies, yeah. And he's putting a lot of these people to work. I mean, about, you can't laugh some, at that.
0: about some jokes about Weinstein, yeah. right, who's on trial for rape right now? I mean, how about some jokes with a little bit of edge? That's why you need a host who's going to set the tone, and I mean, the Oscars—they're always just kind of notoriously like very (laughs) self-important, just very grandiose. Uh, It just goes on forever, and you need a host to kind of you know cut through that a little bit to kind of take the air out and to poke a little bit of fun—you know, not Ricky Gervais level (laughs) fun—but the host is is an important ingredient, and I. It seems like they were just like, well, it worked last year, so let's not even bother trying. But it
1: was also poorly, like, produced this year, in my opinion. Like, poorly run, poorly directed show.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It it fell flat. And again, there's, like, there's no coherent theme to, like, unify anything. I mean, usually in the past, you get, like, clips that have, like, clip montages Mm -hmm. that have a certain theme And that, you know, just kind of highlight certain great aspects of previous winners. Yeah. Reminds you of how great movies can be. There's nothing like that. There was an ad for, like, the Academy Museum. There
1: there was an ad for Cadillac. I mean, Regina King
0: just really selling the hell out of Cadillac. (laughs) I mean, so glad she won her Oscar for a movie no one remembers. To
1: sell (laughs) her soul.
0: Well, to sell Cadillac.
1: I mean, Matthew McConaughey did that, but he does it with, in Lincoln. He does it in style.
0: I think she's trying to pull a McC- McConaughey. Yeah. She's like, hey, McConaughey did it. I can do it. Uh, neither of you should be doing it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I let's, agree. Let's stop I selling cars, Oscar winners. <laughs> You're Oscar
0: winners. Stop selling cars.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And yeah, a lot of uh, yeah uh, quarter pounder ads <laughs> and Cadillac ads all night. Yeah, that was the routine. It's like you get like a little uh, clip montage. You get a presenter who presents another presenter. There's an award and then commercials and then over and over and over for three and a half
1: hours. I mean, over and over and over. You we know? say
0: three and a half hours. I mean, a, a, at least a solid hour is commercials.
1: Well, yeah. That but, was but mind numbing. The first hour and a half were all awards that I didn't really care about. Well, Besides yeah, they, the supporting actor, they give role.
0: off a big one right off the bat. Right with supporting actor, and you got Brad Pitt, and then yeah, they then you got they, sound
1: g- editing, sound mixing.
0: I think clearly there are some awards that need to be cut from the main broadcast. Production
1: design, costume, and they makeup. tried.
0: They tried doing that last year, and it, it's it backfired. They had a weird approach to doing it, but there are just specific categories like the sound editing and sound mixing, they need to be cut from the main, main broadcast. We right, don't need to people, see speeches normal, from these people. Yeah,
1: Normal people don't even know what the hell was what, a difference between – I mean, you do. You don't have to say it. But there is a difference between uh, sound sure. editing and, and, and mixing.
0: It's just – yeah, it's not a top award. It doesn't really – I mean, the winner of it, it doesn't indicate anything you know, for like who's going to win the big prize. And we typically don't really care about hearing speeches yeah. from these people, and they just—it needs to be another ceremony untelevised. And the short films—they don't belong.
1: They don't belong in the ceremony it. again. Yeah. We don't. Unfortunately, yeah.
0: We don't want to see speeches from short filmmakers at the Academy Awards, do we?
1: Not really. I don't. Except <laughs> the, the the short that won, I did like it.
0: Which one? I just, I remember good hair. Good hair. Hair Day, the best. (laughs) Hair Love? Hair Love. It's, look, it's,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's great people
0: making these films, but um, it doesn't belong in this main ceremony. I mean, keep, keep, um, you know, documentary, keep animated film, but get rid of the shorts in this, uh, or, you know, do it in another. A ceremony and show little clips. Yeah. Highlight clips from the the speech. <laughs>
1: it's
0: whatever you want do. yeah, to do. don't.
1: Yeah. Those are the
0: be- ones that need to go. And then you cut those and you've cut a good 30 minutes. Yeah. Out of your broadcast. I mean, a, an, a, at least an hour needs to go. I would also argue you need to cut the musical numbers. But then you. I, mean, I
1: don't think so. You I, made I'm, the point. I'm,
0: I mean, you get the good moments like Bradley Cooper and Lady yeah. Gaga, but most musical numbers aren't like that. Most musical numbers are like Randy Newman, like, you know, tickling the Ivories on the I, piano, I, singing I, but, about but, Toy but Story. I did
1: love Adina Menzel doing uh, Into the Unknown.
0: Sure. Okay. Well,
1: yeah. She did it with a whole bunch of Elsas.
0: I mean, do you love it enough to stay up until midnight and to wait the for end, the big prize?
1: Patrick, we did. So obviously. But you like you are right in the sense that you know all of those. The shorts, Most of the shorts, non- the sound editing, costume design, production design—you
0: can keep costume and production design. Uh, the, those are those are interesting awards, interesting crafts awards. But yeah, the sound and the shorts um, uh, get get it, get get off. I mean, this is a big award show. Get it off of the the broadcast.
1: Have have a host, and then you know the introduction. Do your little bit. And then you go into these are the folks that won Oscars that you guys didn't see that were behind the scenes and have yeah. clips of who all won, and then like maybe a list of all the the names and stuff of of who won the Oscars, and then get into it.
0: they've done that in the past with like the technical Oscars yeah. they show clips on the main show, and it's fine, yeah, and we move along yeah that that's that's the key. we got to move along. <laughs> So I mean, yeah, certain awards just need to be cut from the broadcast. And
1: like, you know, the people that are complaining are people that are inside, like Hollywood insiders. Like Hollywood insiders are actually at the awards. They're not sitting at home watching a 4-hour
0: Right. Well, they I mean, they're TV. sitting in the sitting in the audience. They're it's long for at, everyone.
1: I mean, let's be real. But Some
0: people will complain and they just need to deal. I mean, if you care about the actual
1: production Uh, of the show
0: of the actual quality of quality of the broadcast and about viewership this was the lowest rated oscars ever like 23 million yeah as opposed to where like the average has been 40 million you know when Ellen degeneres last hosted it was 43 million now we're at 23
1: (laughs) that's that's a 20 million (laughs) difference in
0: just a couple years yeah i mean that's how steep it's dropped
1: do you, so, do you feel like they should
0: be panicking over there? Do the you Academy. feel
1: like Joe Schmo, you know, regular folk?
0: Clearly, less, less, and less people care.
1: I think people have been dismayed over the years of the, the movies that have actually won because nobody's seen them. There's a lot of movies that won Oscars and Best Picture that nobody watched, nobody saw. It and happens. so when you have folks that have like, okay, why well, didn't you watch any of these movies? Why am I going to That wasn't the
0: case this year. The, the nominees this year were mostly big hits. The lowest gross thing I think was Jojo Rabbit. But uh, most of these movies have been hits. Yeah. But in, in spite previous years yeah you've got some low grossing movies
1: i i just i feel like maybe joe schmo you and i and maybe more me it's like you know these celebrities have everything like they've got they've got fame they've got fortune i mean that's not everything let's not let's not yeah be real. i mean no,
0: nobody has everything
1: but i mean why do we have to have a show that celebrates how great they are i mean
0: I mean, it's a form of media. I mean, it's it's in the public. And movie stars, you know, for this award show, they get dressed up. I mean, it is a broadcast spectacle, supposedly. And if you're a movie fan, I mean, I look at it as like, you know, it's not them celebrating themselves. I try to look at it as like they're celebrating the work. I, sometimes it feels like a celebration of the work. Sometimes it just it feels like uh, just a popularity contest and people patting each other on the back. Yes. But again, if you're if you're a big movie fan, you want to tune in to see who wins. There's always like uncertainty and surprise as far as who's actually going to you know take home the big prizes.
1: But there isn't because there's five other award ceremonies right beforehand that I mean dictated what the Oscars was going to win. I mean, we all knew. Renée Zellweger was going to win
0: the acting categories. Laura
1: Dern, we knew it that she was going to win. Like, give me a break. There's no suspense. There's no surprise.
0: And the acting categories, yeah, they do get locked up pretty early. Although, you know, last Brad year, Brad
1: Pitt, Joaquin Phoenix, we all knew that they were going to win. I was yeah. hoping for an upset. But well, it did we did not get
0: come. we did get an upset with Best Picture. You could kind of feel that there was maybe there was a p- potential for an upset for Best Picture parasite winning was a big surprise But
1: parasite won a lot like they won adapted screenplay or like original screenplay. original screenplay
0: best director best director best international film yeah. and, and best picture yeah so four big ones and just right to bong joon ho i mean
1: because he wrote it the he man produced it, like, yeah
0: the the man of the hour
1: and I, he's just he i mean
0: he's just a king he's well, and, he's a king and, you know
1: when he he's he's humble,
0: he just seems like a cool guy.
1: I would love to just have, he was like, I'm gonna drink all night. Yeah. I mean <laughs> it's like, come like on. he just, <laughs> just wants to
0: go and drink. Like, stop giving me awards. <laughs> I just wanna go drink. He just yeah, he seems like a real cool dude that you just you wanna have a, a drink with. Yeah like I I want to drink with Bong Juno. You wanna be cool enough to say, Hey, I'm out getting drinks with Bong. Yeah. So that's a life goal.
1: That is a life goal. So, yeah.
0: So yeah, he's it felt good to see him win over and over. And that's I think, like you're saying, that's not always the case. We don't always like seeing these Hollywood professionals win gold statues. But in Bong's case, it felt good. Partly because maybe he's an outsider.
1: I mean, I I really feel like the award season is just overdone.
0: This, year, this year was actually Globes. shorter.
1: There is the Screen Actors Guild. Yeah. There's the DGA. There's the Producers Guild Awards. Well, each there's guild. There's BAFTA.
0: Each guild has its own. Yeah, there's Critics Awards. There's
1: Critics Awards. There's the Razzies.
0: LA Critics Awards. New York's yeah. Critics Awards.
1: I, I just, I, I feel like, come on, like, give it a rest. Combine it into maybe two.
0: I mean, movies are, I think, still our most popular art form and so that's uh, I think that's why it, it inspires so many award ceremonies. For me, the only one that that I really put any kind of stock into are the Oscars. You, yeah. You don't want to take these awards seriously no. or like as definitive proof of a movie's excellence
1: because it's be- a popularity contest. It is about it's about the person who campaigned. The best. What's well,
0: about the studio with the deepest yes. pockets who can pay for all those campaign because ads? Because I'm going to
1: be honest with and you. And then it
0: becomes a popularity Honey Boy
1: should have at least gotten best script. Or, like, nominated for Best Screenplay.
0: Sure. Yeah, the written and by Shia Best LaBeouf. Best
1: Director, and bring that female in. Greta Gerwig did not deserve Best Director this time around. Sorry, yeah, Little Women fans, but let, let's be real. I don't real. know why
0: we always go to, like, Greta Gerwig. Because, like, the... why wasn't she nominated? Well,
1: but that is but that is what the, the cameras did.
0: Yeah, right. It cuts to her. It
1: cuts to her. <laughs> it's like she wasn't the only one there was who a... directed great movies this year yeah. that didn't even get a buzz. I mean, Hustlers.
0: Hustlers. Yeah. Lorene Scafaria directed that. That should be my pick as like the best female director of yeah. last year. Also, you had Lulu Wang who directed The Farewell. There's Yeah, there were good movies directed by women. You just you reminded me that there were, there were some pretty choice cutaways like all throughout the evening. Yeah. Like
1: they knew where they were going to cut. Well, like like
0: cutting to Scorsese, like during Eminem's performance, Scorsese looks like he's ready to die in his chair (laughs) or like he's already died. It it cut 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 to Billie Eilish. At at one point, when...
1: Rolling her eyes on Maya Rudolph. Rudolph, Like,
0: what is this? Like, oh my god, Bimmer. Billie Eilish, she sang uh, for the Memoriam segment.
1: I don't know. I'm not. A, I don't think I'm a big fan of Billie Eilish. She
0: has, she has a nice voice, but yeah, her style is just—it's very intense and quiet, just kind of like low, yeah. low sound quality. Yeah, it's not—it's not for me. But I—I I can appreciate her voice. But yeah, her I mean, style. She
1: was key. I mean, you know, I love yesterday. That was great.
0: Yeah, the, um, the vo- her voice is nice. Yeah, but her intense. Like low, low whispery her style.
1: It was weird. As well, yeah. But you know, that's no, that's man, her you, style.
0: You remind me, like in the pre-show, we were kind of watching the pre-show beforehand. Billy Porter was like asking her some questions. He's like, "What's what are what are some of your favorite movies growing up?" And she <laughs> mentions like the Babadook, <laughs> and like we need to talk about <laughs> Kevin. The movies that came out just a few years ago. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like and who would, I think who would list like, these yeah, movies? Go these are like
0: these are like hard like serial killer movies. It's yeah. <laughs> like what are you doing? I mean, you 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 know you answer like Back to the Future, Jurassic yeah. Park, or Home Alone,
1: Avatar. <laughs> like, like pick one.
0: I mean normal e. nor E T normal <laughs> responses. <laughs> like, and she's not she's not that young where like she couldn't pull a movie from the late '90s, right? Like why, why just from five years ago? There's yeah a lot of a lot of chuckle-worthy moments,
1: but like cr- like chuckle cringe.
0: Yeah, well, not always, like a laugh always out loud. it's always a mixture of you know cringes and you know some genuine genuine fun moments. But really, I mean, it's it, it just it really just came down to Parasite and Bong Joon Ho. It, it it was his yeah. night.
1: It was his night. He deserved it.
0: And that it, that was great to see. I yeah, I just I assumed nineteen seventeen was going to win by default. Yeah. Even though it seemed like the emerging favorite was becoming Parasite, that's why I told you to catch up with it before we watch it because I I had a feeling it was going to win big. And I also had a feeling the Irishman was going to take home nothing.
1: <laughs> and that happened.
0: I mean, they call Scorsese to the ceremony and make him sit for three and a half hours.
1: I mean, he's an old man.
0: They give him nothing.
1: <laughs> although
0: he did get a standing ovation.
1: <laughs> he's gotten one before. Hasn't he? He, he
0: has one. Yeah, he won for The Departed. He's been nominated yeah. many times. He, he's one of those guys. Like, anytime he, pretty much any time he makes a movie, he's going to get nominated. You
1: know who wasn't nominated this year? Who? Meryl Streep.
0: For what? Little Women?
1: No, just in general. I mean, she just gets that. Like, I think. Well, last year she got that nom just to placate.
0: Just, like, go away. Here's yeah. your nomination.
1: Here's your here's your <laughs> nomination. For she Oscar. usually does.
0: I I mean, she doesn't have enough screen time for Little Women. It, I think it would have been for Little Women if anything. Yeah. But she. I mean, I think I, she's
1: doing <laughs> Netflix. Like she's, sitcom or something, or like a, a Netflix, Netflix series, <laughs> is or she something. On Fuller House, <laughs> <laughs> not sitcom. You know what I mean? Well, no,
0: she did like an HBO show, yeah. Big Little Lies.
1: That, and I think there's a movie on Netflix sure. that I gotta watch.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, she's keeping busy, and um, oh well,
1: yeah, she not doesn't have a shortage for work. But maybe after her fifteenth Oscar, she can, you know, <laughs> like forty seventh Oscar nomination.
0: Yeah, I wonder, like, what like motivates her day to day because she's she's done it all like what 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 keeps her hungry i'm curious maybe she should retire
1: well a lot of those people should retire (laughs) and and and, half half of that
0: room needs to retire and
1: i'm gonna go martin scorsese needs to retire And it needs to bring up a protege.
0: He can make movies. A mentor. He can make movies until he dies on the set, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, he can drop dead on a movie set. It's like Clint
1: Eastwood needs to retire and usher in a new... (laughs) Quentin Tarantino needs to retire. Well, he
0: he says he is retiring after his next movie. Uh... (laughs) Yeah.
1: I just uh, I, I feel like I've I've just seen it all now. Like I've seen every. You've seen too th- much. <laughs> well, I've seen the directors like their styles and you know all of these things and you know it's not new. It's not tr- fresh. True. Anymore. Their first movies were fresh. You know, second movies fresh. Third movies fresh. The intermission with Quentin Tarantino fresh. That was different.
0: With hateful eight.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he's pulling that from
0: he's pulling that from like from previous era. So it's not really fresh. It's kind of dusty. Well, <laughs> dusty. He's dusting it off. That, that's what that's what Quentin Tarantino does. He kind of dusts off old tropes and he makes them feel new again.
1: Where's Chris Nolan?
0: He has a movie coming this summer.
1: Oh, is that the one with the, the SWAT with, guys? With the,
0: yeah, the car flipping oh, around. That's going to be a good one. I hope so. I'm I'm hoping.
1: What he, other what other directors are out there?
0: Um. David Fincher is yeah.
1: What happened to him?
0: <laughs> he's he's working for Netflix. He's making a movie for Netflix.
1: Okay. What happened to the Avatar director?
0: <laughs> he's he's making more avatars.
1: Okay. <laughs> what, what, what what happened to Catherine Bigelow?
0: I mean that that's a good question. Her last movie bombed, so that puts her at a disadvantage when it comes to like making another ambitious original movie. She has to work a lot harder, I guess, to get financing. It becomes a bigger challenge. Although, Catherine Bigelow can probably go straight to Netflix. Yeah. If nothing else, go to Netflix. That's what's happening. The, the interesting directors are going to Netflix.
1: Do you feel like the Oscars will get more or less relevance once all the movies go to the streaming platform? Because there there's it could be good, it could be bad. So, it could be good that there's more people watching these movies sure. that maybe we'll be polling for these movies and then we'll get invested into you know the awards season and the, or people are just going to be like I've watched them I'm okay we're good pass the Oscars uh, they they have a weird way of what they feel like is relevant versus what everybody else feels like is relevant
0: I I agree <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't agree with all of the films that were nominated for best picture I mean I agree with maybe half of them <laughs> Like, half of them belong there. Half of them, uh, I don't know what they're doing there. But that's what makes art interesting, right? I mean, it's subjective, you know? And, like, I don't understand why Jojo Rabbit would be nominated for anything other than a Razzie. But, you know, the yeah, I Oscars... Mean, that, didn't,
1: that didn't belong at the Oscars. It, it Jojo forces Rabbit, me
0: to yeah. really think about it and kind of come to terms with why I feel the way I feel. You know, something like Jojo Rabbit gets six nominations... And one last night for adapted screenplay, Taika Waititi, but that, no nominations for Honey Boy, for no. Uncut Gems, yeah. for Hustlers. So yeah, this is why I I keep saying like don't put too much stock in the Oscars. It's just it's just a, a a spectacle to watch. I mean, hopefully they put on a good show, and that's all you can ask for. And last night they didn't.
1: They did not. <laughs> I I would give this an F
0: it was bad yeah you could feel it right off the bat it was bad and it's yeah there were was weren't really, no energy the only time like a surprising moment of energy came was with eminem but it's again it's still like what is he doing here well, <laughs> what I, does this have to do with anything i know
1: what he's doing there i mean he won an oscar He he's but the what, only like rapper to ever win an oscar
0: oh but what does that have to do with last night's ceremony
1: well, I think they brought him back because he didn't do it the first time. when he, he wasn't even there the first time. I understand. It took him 20 years to get back to the Oscars. Nobody knew it was supposed to be a surprise performance. And I think people, especially the millennials, don't really... But was like, this, what? What's this? Was
0: this supposed to be a tribute to 8 Mile? Because it's not even like I, I a 20-year anniversary. It was, it was like 2002. No, 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 no.
1: I think it was a, tr- a tribute to Original Song for a movie.
0: Look, I like the song, and it was cool to see. It still felt pretty random. Yeah. And, it, I mean, I guess, again, because there wasn't really a coherent theme established early on, pretty random. I mean, they could have literally pulled any other. And then
1: they, they went to 8 Mile, the, the Right, video, they showed some clips from 8 Mile, and, and then yeah, here comes Eminem. Here comes Eminem. But they
0: could have literally pulled any other winner from the past, and it would have been, like, the same. It would have been just as, uh, just as random they could have pulled out like the South Park guys they could have sang Blame Canada which was actually nominated for an Oscar. Was
1: it really nominated a- for absolutely. an Oscar? Absolutely they
0: sang it on air Blame Canada. So it's yeah it just it felt like a random choice but it was cool to see Eminem I, I like that and I like that song. Made me want to rewatch A Mile. But beyond that yeah there weren't really any
1: surprises. But you know, like I saw a lot of um, you know people on Twitter saying you know, why was Eminem there? Da, 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 da. What yeah, was his relevance? Yeah, it's random. It's random. No, they were asking what his relevance were because they...
0: They didn't even know he had even won. They didn't
1: know that he won an Oscar.
0: Yeah, he, he did win. Yeah, and he wasn't there to accept it yeah. for whatever reason. And... Um, I think he was
1: too cool for school at the time. And then now he's trying to get back into the spotlight.
0: <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, like, why would I not show up to accept an Academy Award? Yeah, I think he was
1: just too cool for school.
0: Yeah, like... <laughs> That's that's a life achievement you want to be present for, I would assume. Uh, I mean, if you were nominated, I, I think you would show up, right? Yeah. You wouldn't be like, meh. Well,
1: I don't know. <laughs> you got to watch did, a show or Joe something. Joe Pesci or Anthony Hopkins did not show up last night. Right. But I think they're just old.
0: They're, yeah.
1: And they, they've been around the block a time or two, and they're just like, meh, we're not going to win.
0: Pesci really, he does not give a shit. No. He does not care. I mean, Anthony Hopkins, he's, yeah, he... I mean, he's busy. He's, it's a big ordeal for actors to, uh, yeah, to even just go to the ceremony. I mean, you you put on your tux, you show up, you got to talk to the press.
1: I think dudes have a better, it's just so, have it so much easier.
0: What, actors? Yeah, because
1: they can just get one tux and then they can change their bow tie up, maybe get a cummerbund and just change it all up per award season.
0: I agree. There's a lot of pressure on women. Yeah. Uh, It's. Yeah, like actresses uh, during award season. I mean, I don't, I don't and know much about Tim- that.
1: Timothy Whitmer McCallit had a jumpsuit on.
0: Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you say my Timothy?
1: <laughs> He's not my Timothy.
0: <laughs> no, he looked like a like a janitor.
1: He looked like Top Gun.
0: I mean, dude, just wear a tux. Put on put on a tux.
1: Well, I kind of felt that way about Billie Eilish. I mean, I get that that's <clears throat> her style. Oh, sure, yeah. But at the same time, it's the it's the Oscars. Like yeah. Change it up a little. Surpri- it like, surprised the masses.
0: It's kind of like the M M&M thing. Like, there might be a time, like, 18 years in the future where you're like...
1: Why did I do that? Maybe
0: I should have taken this more seriously. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, it's... At the very least, they gave they gave the award to a, a pretty deserving film.
1: Yeah, but they it, the first time in a long time that I actually felt like this movie deserved the award versus... Green Book, and then what was it? The Moon Thing. Green
0: Book. Holy
1: shit. What was the Moon Thing?
0: The Moon Thing?
1: Mahershala Ali. Didn't they win?
0: Oh, Moonlight? Moonlight. Yeah, Mahershala Ali, he's been in some celebrated flicks this past decade.
1: Oh, yeah. Both of them had Mahershala Ali in it.
0: He won for both of them. And uh, yeah, I mean, Moonlight is... Uh, that's what you're talking about, like, very low-budget movies that not a lot of viewers have the seen. The artist.
1: Sure. And the go artist. I to that because that's when I was...
0: Yeah. You're like, why? Why did this...
1: <laughs> that I was, I was spurned from that moment on about the Oscars.
0: Yeah. That's why you can't put a whole lot of stock into it. And it's funny. Like, we were looking forward to watching this. You always get a little amped up, you know, because you want to know who's going to win. And then again, as soon as the ceremony starts, it's like, oh, yeah, right. This is this show is kind of a drag. <laughs> this show does not gallop along ever. No,
1: I, really, really, I really enjoyed the Golden Globes more this year than I did the Oscars. A way
0: more enjoyable show. Yeah,
1: it was it was a good time had by all, maybe except for the actors and actresses because <laughs> they were getting roasted.
0: <laughs> I, I enjoy Ricky Gervais hosting. They, they need to get a host, I really hope, next year. I mean, I hope next year, like, the viewership doesn't drop, like, <laughs> like down to, like, 10 million. What, what, what
1: do you think, like, I mean, the Dan, viewership that's... would have to go down to for them realize, to, like...
0: I didn't realize the viewership had eroded yeah. so heavily. Because well, that is alarming. And that's... No wonder they were, like, making so many desperate moves last year uh, with, like, you know, most popular film. <laughs> trying to get that category going. Trying to, like, cut other categories. Because it's it's an alarming uh, erosion of eyeballs. <laughs>
1: well, I also feel like, you know, Hollywood placates to 50%.
0: They placate to Democrats.
1: 100%. They placate to Democrats. And, you know, honestly, Republicans... So you're
0: saying Republicans probably don't watch?
1: No, they don't.
0: Because they, they're they just nope. turned off by... Yep. <laughs> it, it would be great if they could just focus on the awards yeah. and not...
1: Not the production of it all. Yeah.
0: Well and yeah, I mean, there's that, that self important air yeah. that just kinda of fills the Oscars uh more than any other award show that I've seen. And that's why it's important to have a host to kind of poke the air out of the balloon yeah. a little bit and just kind of set you know, set a tone of unpretentiousness and that you need a host for that.
1: You definitely need <laughs> a host. Yeah, I, I definitely felt like it was very pretentious last night. <laughs> it's,
0: well, it opened with yeah that, Janelle that, Monet that is a uh,
1: good description.
0: you need a host, and I, I people might disagree, but someone like Kevin Hart is, is a pretty good choice, obviously, I mean he's high energy, he's gonna be keeping it moving <laughs> along, and I mean he'll he'll probably get a couple good jokes in,
1: yeah, but not, not everyone loves I mean, his
0: comedy, but it's it, he's better than nothing <laughs> like Kevin Hart is better than nothing,
1: or like you know. Tiffany Haddish and Rebel Wilson. Yeah, like
0: yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, get get a duo, get a hosting duo. That would be great. Get just get someone. <laughs> just hire hire someone. I, I, I just yeah, I just
1: I just feel like Hollywood is just so out of.
0: It's a bad time.
1: There. It's
0: a bad. It's, yeah, not the best they, time they don't for connect Hollywood. With
1: regular people anymore, they're they're so into their own nonsense and their own self importance that it's just. Well, what I say is right well, and again, damn you, everybody else for thinking different.
0: Well, you, you I mean, I feel like that kind of extends to like Joaquin's speech. There's a time and place for, for these sentiments yeah. and it, arguably it's not here.
1: <laughs> I mean, we all get, well, he's a vegan. Yeah, no, I, you know, PETA. I'm, like, I'm, I'm I'm, I have no
0: beef with what he's saying. Literally. Like, right, exactly. <laughs> no, no beef or pork with or what he's, milk. with what he's saying. No creamer?
1: No creamer, no
0: coffee. <laughs> uh, I have no problem with what he's saying. I I'm on board with what he's saying. It's just, you know, it's we're Say watching it at an at a aw-
1: Peter rally. We're watching an awards
0: show yeah. and we're three hours deep. Like, I mean just just read the temperature of the room and stop something of yourself. <laughs>
1: like. Ding ding ding.
0: That's the 2020 Academy Awards. You can find more episodes at anchor.fm slash movie date night, as well as on Spotify and Apple podcasts. We're on Twitter at DN movie podcast. And you can also email us at date night at gmail.com. Until next time. I'm Patrick. I'm Ashley. Thanks for listening.